It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Tim Weisberg Show. Brian in today for Tim and tomorrow, the next day, and on Friday. 508-996-0500 to get onto the program. I've been asking the question, if you could talk to President Biden, if you had his ear, how would you tell him to respond to the deadly attack that took place Sunday in Jordan? 508 508- Nine nine six zero five hundred. Thank you for your patience. Good morning. Oh, hey, morning, Tim. Yeah, I, uh, I, I guess probably the simplest way is uh, it sounded like at the top of the hour news they couldn't figure out who shot it. Right? The they, they still don't know who. Sh- uh, excuse me. I don't know that they do. They're not saying that they do. But yeah. uh, the best that we have are. Iranian-backed militia groups, and they've been. Didn't they say they're, that it looked like one of ours, so they didn't shoot it down? No. Uh, okay, so good point. What they mentioned is that one of our drones was coming back at the same time, and so they thought it was our drone, uh, and didn't didn't shoot at it because they thought it was a friendly drone. Well. Yeah, go figure. Well, you know, the, the, what I was really more interested in, and the top of the hour news also uh, talked about the hospital, uh, the hospital chain that's trying to close down some of its uh, uh, branches, so to speak, which means that some part of, you know, the state is going to be without a hospital. And um, <clears throat> I remember uh, this happened any number of times, you know, in the founding of America, a county was freaking overjoyed to have created a hospital somewhere in the county, much less in a given town. And the idea that these corporate chains came in and basically privatized the county hospital, shut it down, then they created their own corporate hospital, and now they're going to shut it down. Now, so, I think they're trying to sell it. I'm not sure that they're trying to shut it down. Well, and then this gets into a bigger picture. You know, the, if you ever get a chance to read the original Hippocratic Oath, this is the one 2,400 years ago, uh, it says if a patient it's talking to a doctor, not to an HMO, uh, it says uh, if a patient comes to you seeking aid, you are to uh, treat them and deal with money later. Treat them first, money later. Now, in you know, Michael Moore made that movie called Sicko, like sick 
corporation. And uh, if you get a chance to watch it, it has a section in there. Uh, this all HMOs got invented in the 70s. And the HMOs figured out that they didn't have to live up to the Hippocratic Oath. And they got Richard Nixon to basically, while he was president, to do like, a, I don't know, presidential decree or executive order or some kind of thing that basically said an HMO uh, could run a, a hospital chain and hire doctors and put so many secretaries in front of the doctor that nobody ever got to the doctor to ask him for aid. And so it was a way to violate the Hippocratic Oath. You put a layer of bureaucrats in there to make sure that, you know, somebody goes to the front secretary and then the back nurse and the, finally to the doctor, right? And so the Hippocratic Oath says, fix, uh, you know, fix first, payment later. And, uh, and the uh, HMOs have basically created a world where they're starving humanity of medical care. And uh, and then, like I described, you know, privatize the county hospital, shut it down, and then uh, have a corporate hospital, and then, uh, uh, you know, then shut it down. So, I, you know, here, I, I, thank you. I, I do appreciate that. And, and going back uh, over, over um, the story that Phil put out, he mentions that Congressman Stephen Lynch... Um, was speaking to the Patriot Ledger. Hospitals, to the best of my knowledge, are under the state jurisdiction. We have our own health and human services uh, department, etc. Why is Congressman Lynch? It's sort of like department. All right. Uh, thank you. I, I do appreciate your call. I'm, I'm going on to another person now. 508 that's how you get on the program today, and welcome. Hello. Huh. Yeah, nice of the guy to hijack the call from the dead serviceman uh, about some hospital thing. His empathy is touching. Okay, uh, I'm a former naval officer. The Biden administration in the Pentagon has been ruined by Biden and President Obama. Okay, they think we're stupid. They think we're as stupid as their voters. Really? They didn't defend the base because another of our drones was coming in and they thought it was the other one? Have they never heard about IFFF, identification friend or foe, or basic combat doctrine? This is a disgrace. The base commander should be up for court-martial. The area commander should be up for court-martial. This is not the way you do things. This is not modern combat. This is a joke and it's not funny. And if they can't protect our soldiers and sailors and airmen in the field, they need to pull them back out. This is not an acceptable reason. And the fact that they even said it <laughs> is an insult. So you, know, I, 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 you, you, you sound like somebody who, who has a, a little experience. So are you? I just want to make sure I understand. So each drone can somehow communicate with the base so whomever is in the tower uh, should know uh, drone A from drone B? In simple terms, they have to be able to fly this aircraft. They have to have a data link via satellite or line of sight, more than likely satellite, to fly this thing. So when the drone is coming back, they should know where it is. They should know what its airspeed is. 
They should know what its flight profile is. And I would be extremely skeptical that that thing doesn't have a system on board that it can be it can be determined as in air warfare parlance whether it is friend or foe. Do these people expect us to believe that all we got to do, like it's the Battle of Midway again, and we don't have these kind of methods? And when the American aircraft were coming back to the American aircraft carriers in, in Midway, the Japanese, all they had to do was follow and blend in with the formation. This ain't the 40s. It's the 2023s. And this is not somebody didn't do their job. Somebody was incompetent. And these people are dead as a result of it. Gotcha. And, you know, on top of it, you've got Biden Obongo, who Obongo is really running. Obama is really running this presidency. They don't care about these people. And this is just ridiculous. In the age of warfare that is technically happening now, it is not realistic that this should have happened. Gotcha. And if it happened, somebody's not doing their job, and these people are dead because of it. And it, it's just it's infuriating to me. And, yeah, I was in the Gulf. Google Operation Praying Manus. I am a proud member of the last military unit, naval unit, but when the Iranians pulled crap like this, President Reagan gave us the orders, and we killed them. We sank a warship. And you know what? The Iranians didn't mess with us for several years after that. It's the only language these people understand. And Thank you much for your call. I, I do appreciate it. That was back with uh, President Reagan. I, we're talking 40-some-odd years later or close enough to 40 some odd years later. Uh, I wonder if technology and, and other things have advanced. I, I, I don't know. First of all, Iran has stated that they're not involved with this. They, they deny involvement. Now, I guess we can sit here and say, well, why should we believe them? But as the, the previous caller stated, it's hard to believe uh, that that drone story. And how many times are you not believing whether it's the Trump administration or the Biden administration or the Bush administration? So the truth always seems to get lost one way or the other. We don't know who to believe. Uh, let's take one more call here. 508-996-0500. Hello. Yeah, good morning. How you doing, Brian? Brian is winging and wanging. You know, when we uh, heard about this war, it was uh, the, the Yemen pirates uh, came out on Sky News. Uh, British Prime Minister Sunak said that a British naval vessel had been attacked and that the Yemen pirates were uh, interfering and seizing uh, European cargo ships. This is all about money and uh, commerce. This is a European war. Now we're supposed to believe it's the Iranians. Uh, it was also reported, had been reported in British media, that King Charles had uh, contacted the White House and told Biden that the U.S. needs to intervene there in the Red Sea. So this is uh, a British-European war that we are being dragged into. And as far as, uh, you know, the, the, the Red Sea was the shortest uh, route, would be the cheapest route for uh uh, the the uh, European commerce, and now they're saying, according to uh, Prime Minister Sunak, they're going to have to go around the uh, southern tip of uh, of Africa 
Uh, in those waters, but you know who uh, hangs around over there? It's the Somali pirates. And they're going to be seizing uh, European vessels. Are we going to get involved in Southern Africa, too? Well, Somalia's not in Southern Africa. Yeah, but they, uh, they've been uh, seizing ships there. I mean, historically, they've been attacking uh, uh, vessels, uh, cargo ships. So I, I, you know, to get to your point, I, to get to your point, uh, I don't think that we should be over there. I, I, no, I, I think that this, this is a this is going to be a big mess. It's a quagmire. Of course. So uh, you know, uh, Biden takes the orders of King Charles the Third and the Europeans. Every time they got a problem in their backyard, they can't take care of it. We're just going to send us there. That's what we're there for. It's to, uh, for European, looking out for European interests, not the United States. And that's why we need Donald Trump in the White House. We need to stop this crap that's going on in our nation with a guy like Joe Biden, a weak president. I, I call him a dictator in chief. And so you think that if if Trump was in the White House, we wouldn't have our troops still over in the Middle East? He would tell the Europeans, it's your problem. You need to take care of it. Okay. Thank you much. I do appreciate the call. 508-996-0500. If you had the president's ear, how would you tell him to respond to the drone attack that happened on Sunday. 508-996-0500. Brian in today for Tim. We've got a few more minutes before Phil Devitt's next update. Let's hear from you at 508-996-0500. Hello. 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 Is it me? It is you. Hello. Hello. Hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. Uh, that last guy that called in the first place, he's a clown. He calls, you know, you, you know that he calls on two different phones and he, and he may call, uh, each program twice or so he, he uses a different tone or mm. uses a different phone. No, nope. I did not know that. Yeah. All right. Yep. But, and, uh, so be, be that as it, I mean, it's a, First time I've heard his voice today in the show, and like you, he's yeah. he's got an opportunity to express himself. Right, but he, but he'll call again, and he uses a different phone, but it's it's the same guy. Okay, and, all right, I, okay. If I detect know? it, I will I will handle it. Okay, and he's very upsetting. Oh, okay, anyway, so you what? But your 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 point is besides that. Uh, what what you, would you tell the president? I, I you know something. I, I don't really think that this guy is doing as bad as job as as we think. I don't think Trump could do any better. I, I don't believe he would do any better. And 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 uh, I don't know why I would put somebody that's in court every day to put him in as president again. Anyways, that's my opinion on that. All right, but so, that it, be know. that be that as it may, the current president is Biden, and he's got on his shoulders what to do about the incident uh, in Jordan. What what would you tell him to do about it? Would you say attack, pull the troops out, or, or anything in between? Well, I, I wouldn't go out for an all-out attack. No, I would not do that. No, I, I would probably. Try to do a little negotiating. If not, 
I, I'd pull the troops. I'd pull the troops out. That's what I would do. Okay. So. Thank you much. I do okay, appreciate your you. call. I, I do appreciate it. Yes. Um, for those that are new listening to me, I ask that you call the show only one time. Most people do. And I appreciate that. One, one call per show. I don't know about this other guy using different phones or anything like that. I don't care. If I detect you a second time, then I, I say, okay, thanks. You know, you already called. But otherwise, I'm not going to not gonna shed any of my nice flies that are crawling all over my body at this particular time. Sergeant William Rivers, 46 years old, of Carrollton, Georgia. Specialist Kennedy Sanders, 24, of Waycross, Georgia. Specialist Brianna Moffitt, 23, of Savannah, Georgia. Those are the three U.S. soldiers killed in that drone attack at the military base in Jordan on uh, Sunday. They were identified yesterday by the Defense Department. They were all assigned to the 718th Engineer Company of the U.S. Army Reserves. I've been asking, why were they there? What was their mission? Why, why were they there in the first place? And we have troops scattered all over. We've got thousands of troops scattered all over the Middle East between Israel and Syria and Jordan. And, and I don't know about Lebanon. I think we do have some up in Lebanon also. And well, what are some of the other places? Iraq. We've got them all over the place. Why? Who are we protecting? What are we protecting? The other side doesn't seem to care so much. And who is the other side? Besides telling me that they are Iranian-backed militia groups. What the heck does that even mean? I don't know. 508-996-0500. What say you? Hey, Brian. Yes. I only call your show uh, once once a day, uh, so I don't know what that disgruntled uh, Democrat's talking about. He's full of crap. I don't know that he was talking about you. Well, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Well, uh, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Uh, there are lots of disgruntled Democrats uh, and Republicans and all kinds of people all over the place. Five... Uh, 08-996-0500 is how you can get through to the program. Let's head over to Studio 6 and 7 eighths. That is where the one, the only, Phil Devitt is hanging out, getting ready for his next update. Phil? Yes. Good morning, Brian. The U.S. is warning those tempted to attack U.S. troops in the Middle East. Michael Kastner has more. We will respond decisively to any aggression. And we will hold responsible the people who attacked our troops. That's what Secretary of State Antony Blinken told reporters Monday following the attack by Iranian-backed militants in Jordan that left three American service members dead and dozens injured. 
Blinken said the U.S. response against Iran could be multi-leveled and sustained over time. He said the administration is working to prevent broader escalation in the region. I'm Michael Kastner. A verdict is expected as soon as this week in Donald Trump's civil fraud trial in New York. The state attorney general wants a Manhattan judge to order the former president to pay a $370 million fine in her case against him, which accuses him of falsely inflating the value of real estate in order to get more favorable loans. House Republicans are moving forward with the effort to impeach DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over his handling of the border. NBC's Ryan Nobles has more on the latest efforts by Republicans to make the border crisis a key issue in the election. It's also against the backdrop of concerns about a package that's being negotiated in the Senate right now, which some Republicans say could be the most conservative border package in a generation. The Republican-led House Homeland Security Committee are expected to mark up articles of impeachment today. They accuse the secretary of willful and systemic refusal to comply with the law as the nation faces a surge of migrants. House Democratic leader Hakeem Jeffries calls the whole thing a politically motivated sham. Hate crimes have risen steadily since 2020, with schools as the third most common location for them to be reported in the U.S. That's according to a new report from the Department of Justice. The number more than doubled between 2020 and 2022 to up to over 1,300 hate crimes at schools. The most common place for victims to experience hate crimes were on the streets or at home, but 10% of them happened at schools. Elon Musk says the first human to receive a Neuralink cybernetic brain implant is recovering. Sarah Lee Kessler with more. The tech millionaire posted on X that the brain implant was placed in a human for the first time on Sunday. Neuralink, which was founded by Musk, eventually plans to use the implants to control electronic devices to allow people with paralysis to regain motor function. Musk also hopes the implants will help people with debilitating diseases like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Sarah Lee Kessler, NBC News Radio. Dementia has been in the news as of late after it was revealed the wife of comedian Jay Leno has been diagnosed with it. And today, we take you to France to celebrate a pastry shaped like the moon. Brie Tennis with details on today's National Day. It's National Croissant Day, a dough layered with butter, then folded three times to create a flaky pastry. That folding is the key. It magically makes 81 layers required for a proper croissant. They're French, but with deep roots in Austria, first created in France in 1915. So celebrate today. Hit up a bakery and enjoy a croissant. Repeat if necessary. I'm Bree Tennis. Turning now to the South Coast, the Bristol County District Attorney's Office says it's solved a 33-year-old case naming Claudio George as the man who fatally shot 20-year-old Brent Davis in New Bedford in 1991. George died in 2006. And Congressman Stephen Lynch says Stewart Healthcare wants to sell four of its hospitals due to its mounting financial problems, none of them here on the South Coast. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Celtics beat the Pelicans 118-112 to at TD Garden last night. They host the Indiana Pacers tonight at 7.30. And the Boston Bruins return to the Garden next Tuesday following the All-Star break to play the Calgary Flames. It's Tuesday. Let's check your forecast with ABC6. We're under overcast skies and the temperature around 30. Winchell values in the upper teens. Temperatures won't budge that much. They'll remain around 30. Cloudy skies as we head into the overnight hours. Temperatures dip into the low 20s, moderating back to seasonable by tomorrow with partial sunshine. 
From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. 1420 WBSM, as crystal clear as FM. Stream us on the WBSM app. The milkman, the paper boy, evening TV. Did I get delivered here? Somebody tell me, please. So program tim is off today tim will be back on monday you can still connect with me though at 508-996-0500 thank you for your patience hello good morning brian good morning brian brian is winging and wanging (laughs) good um get back to your question why we're in the middle east um we're not just in the middle east we're all over the the world, period. Correct. We've got every nation. We've got every nation surrounded, um, right down in China, Russia, you name it. So nobody can make a move without our permission, our say so, and blah 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 blah. In Scripture, we're known as the beast, and the Bible says who can make war against the beast because we control it all, and no nation can do anything. We do whatever we want without impunity. With impunity, rather, no one comes against us ever. There is no threat to the U.S. other than us being a threat to everybody else, because basically we control the world. That's that's how it is. And in the Middle East, when people if people realize why we're in the Middle East, we're not there to protect anybody. We're there to protect our own interests and control over that region. That's why we're there. We're not there with this baloney about who we're there to protect the nations. They're protecting from what? It's. It's this, it's this false BS that you put on the people, make you think like, oh, somebody's going to come here and attack us. Who's going to come? Who's crazy enough to come here and attack us to begin with? No one does that. Well, wait a minute. What was 9-11? 9-11 was an inside job. Maybe, but, you know, but, but in theory, 9-11 was not an inside job. People did come here to attack us. Right, because we pissed them off. Okay, all right, but but you, I'm I'm just answering you. You asked who comes here to attack us. Japanese went to Pearl Harbor. Yes, that's right. true. You've, you've got you've got people you've got people you've got people that listen and call into this radio station that believe we're being attacked from the southern border up. So allowed, I, I, allowed by your government, allowed by your government, our government, not my government. Oh, it's not yours. Okay. 
I, I would never vote for any of these people. They're all crooked as Satan themselves. So that's not that's why I, why I say what I say. Uh, I don't consider them a government. A government would protect its own country, right? When you have tyrants in government and traitors and treasonous, would you consider them your government? They, that's why I don't consider them my government. A government is just. It's supposed to protect its borders, its people. This government isn't doing that, so I don't consider them my government, no. So bring the troops home, leave them there. What should we do with them? They should never have been there in the first place. I know, but they're there now. So what should we do? Yeah, and we're not going to do anything because no one's going to listen to us. We the people have no say. It doesn't matter if it's Trump. Trump's going to do the same thing. I like Trump, but it's not. that's not going to happen because they're not controlled by an elected representative of a country, which is all a president is. He's just the head, like a, you got the head of a band, you know, you got the lead singer. That's all they are. They don't control behind the scenes. The CIA does that, not them. That's just the truth. It's a hard, cold fact. Nobody wants to go down that road because, you know, hey, propaganda was supposed to believe what they say. But in reality, if you look into things, how it really works, it's just the people behind the scenes that control the world. The powerful people, not the people that you put up in the front line as the representatives to represent that you have some kind of say and some kind of system. Because you don't. I, I guess it's like the CEO of a company is controlled by the board of directors. That's right. Exactly. And he's just there to represent them. That's just a hard, cold reality. You know, if you really want to grow up and act like adults and see things for what it really is, those are the hard facts. We're liking them or not. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to I'm going to ask you the question that um, I, I asked others. What would you tell President Biden? <laughs> go go uh, you know go enjoy the rest of your life. Whatever you got left, that's what I would tell him because he he has, he has no he's no he's not controlling anything. I mean, let's get real. <laughs> I mean, that's he just said read this, read that, try to read this, try to read that, sir. Oh, uh, okay. You know, that's it. That's that's Biden. I mean, he's got no say. I mean, his, his time's come and gone. Well, <clears throat> so, you know, I guess we'll find out in in November if his time really has has come and gone. I do appreciate your call five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Hmm. You know, I don't argue with with a lot of what that caller just stated. You, you you know that there is somebody pulling the puppet strings, just like we know that that Lee Harvey Oswald didn't act alone on November 22, 1963. Do you think, you know, and we keep on hearing this. It's been hammered into us, whether it's a newscast or, uh, well, it's still newscast or a spokesperson coming out and stating it, Iranian-backed militia groups. Okay, so let's, let's take that at face value. Let's just take that at face value, that the Iranians either financially or militarily supported the groups that have perpetuated these attacks, and I say these attacks, there have been 160-plus attacks. The United States has responded to some of these attacks. I don't know, sometimes uh, this could be a, a de-escalation to keep on de-escalating. I don't know 
how true that could be. But be that as it may, the Iranian government denies any involvement other than the fact that they are responsible for either giving financial or military support to to these groups. That being the case, should the United States go after Iran? Lindsey Graham says go after Iran. There, uh, uh, Senator Cotton, go after Iran. I think that would be a huge mistake because it opens up the door for these groups to then turn around and come after the United States because we financially and militarily and or militarily support many other groups, including, including Israel. And if you look at these attacks... Some 160-plus attacks. They start around October 7th. They stopped during that ceasefire period that lasted six days. And then they resumed after the ceasefire. Do you think it's a coincidence or one might have something to do with the other? Hello. How are you doing, Brian? I am. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, you know, you're asking a question, what would, uh, what would, uh, I do if I had President Biden's ear? Yes. Um, well, you know, this whole thing, you know, us being over there, I, I, I'm hearing a lot of, a lot of different opinions and everything. Um, a lot of knee jerk reaction. First, let me say that I'm a, I'm a Trump supporter. I want to put that up front. Uh, I think that Trump would have done a better job. I don't think we'd be in the position that would be, that we are in. Uh, that be that being said, um, a lot of it, I, the whole thing has got to do with the, with with money. This the, the previous caller, he touched, uh, he he had he was kind of he had a lot of points he made, but um, w- a lot of good points was we're there for for a reason, and, and we're not there. We're I don't believe that we're there because of our compassion for for uh, you know states and, and our compassion for the countries and their, their concerns. I think we're there because of our assets and our concerns and, and all about money. Uh, but you know what? The, the knee-jerk reaction is to, is to you know attack Iran because everybody knows that Iran's backing these offshoots uh, and these proxies. But what I think we should do, and I would tell Biden, that you know find out who actually pulled the trigger on these uh, and, and killed our, our, our you know patriotic heroes. Those three, uh, which I want to say, Brian, thank you very much for, uh, you know, continuing to bring out their their names because everybody needs needs not to forget. Uh, but uh, these, uh, you know, these here, you know, these heroes died because somebody pulled the trigger. They were they were they were assisted by Iran. Yes, those are the people though that that, that need to be taken care of, you know, immediately, forcefully. As far as Iran goes. What we need to do there, I think, and I would tell I would tell Biden is is put the stranglehold on them. The reason that they're able to help these offshoots and these proxies all over that that region is because they got the money to do so. Uh, they they're flush because this our administration that we have here right now has been able to has fed them for the past three years. I mean, and beyond and, and previous to that, as we know, you know, this is. Uh, they, you can't just keep giving them money to sponsor terrorism. If they if their if their sources dry up, they're going to have a hard enough time taking care of themselves. Let alone uh, you know spreading the wealth, so to speak. And what happened is it, 
you know, you mentioned the southern border. They, I think that they have terrorists that have come into this country. I do believe this, that out of all the, the millions that have come on and come into this country through the southern border that have not, they would call them getaways. Positioning themselves and just waiting for the time. They're waiting to be told what to do and when to do it. Sleep so we yourselves. Will be attacked. We will be attacked from the inside, and 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 yes, they, they will have they they will not have a problem doing it uh, on our soil. And the reason that they can accomplish this is because of the money that they have. You know, I think that when Donald Trump and I'm going to use his drop his name, but um, and uh, when when he had it, he was he he knew how to financially put the stranglehold on on our enemies and when when and when it is all about money when you take the money away from this the, the source um they they have to they, they have to just you know take care of themselves first before they can start you know uh, causing havoc throughout the world that that would be my message you know just put the stranglehold on them would you take the money away from israel uh, I I would I, to be honest with you. I I appreciate what the previous caller said about you know getting out of the Middle East in in the grand scheme of things. I don't believe we belong there at all. I mean, I can I can remember times in my life when I have said just flatten them all and take it all for ourselves. But you want to know something? It's not ours to take. We have enough resources on our own. We don't need to be greedy. You know, let them fight it out. They've been fighting it out over there for thousands of years. Leave them be. Let them fight it out. You know what's something? They're going to they're gonna torture each other. They're going to kill each other. They're going to do that no matter what we do. You know? And um, then we can divide it up with the Chinese afterwards. Well, I don't know. I, I say I, that you know in jest. <laughs> I know. But it's, it's just a terrible thing that goes on in that part of the world. We have, you know, I think we should take care of our borders. And, you know, and, and make our own country prosperous and, 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 and try to take care of civilized nations, take care of each other nations that we can count on to have our back and vice versa. You know, yeah, I don't know how many want to uh, keep our back, but I agree with you. Thank you. I appreciate You're the welcome. call. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Chris comes up after ABC and Phil Devitt. Maybe you didn't hear these names. I'm. I'm going to repeat them again. I want to thank the caller for reminding me that I have mentioned them a few times today. Sergeant William Rivers, Carrollton, Georgia. Specialist Kennedy Sanders, Waycroft, Georgia. Specialist Brianna Moffitt, Savannah, Georgia. This is according to the Defense Department. They are the three U.S. soldiers killed in the drone attack on Sunday at the military outpost in Jordan. I, like many other people, are saying, why were they there? They are part of a, an Army Reserve Unit, 718th Engineering Company. Why were they there? And it makes me wonder, too, uh, the oldest person, 46 years old. So when he joined the military, he volunteered. I, I You know, I, a lot of people go into the military for the right reasons, but others go into the military to, to get college debt relieved and, and um, to learn a skill but not necessarily to learn 
to be a soldier. That's not the number one reason they went in. It might be what they end up becoming, but that's not the reason. It, it, it was a job. They may have gone in because there wasn't work in their own backyard. A lot of people go into the Navy because they want to see the world. But my guess is, simple guess, that whether Brianna Moffitt, Sanders, uh, Kennedy Sanders, or William Rivers wanted to see the world, they never envisioned spending time in Jordan, of all places. This is where they end up, and during the night when they're they're sleeping. A drone attack happens. Those three die. More than 40 others have been reported as injured. But I I have to step back just a little bit. Because one of the reports that I'm reading from, uh, and we don't know who this military spokesperson is, just that it's a military spokesperson, U.S. official, I don't think this was intended as an escalation, said a U.S. military official. It is the same type of attack they've done 163 times before, and on 164, they get lucky. Really, they get lucky. But wait a minute. There have been other Attacks. Well, the Navy people, those two Navy folks that died in the water, they were over there. They're dead. I would love to sit here and say they shouldn't be. And what about the others that were on a training mission last year? Same general vicinity. They are no longer with us. Should we still be there ourselves? Well, post office or not, we will play uh, for Tim tomorrow. Uh, Tim will be back on Monday. Um, 